Do you boys can you hear everyone? I, I can hear everyone perfectly. Can you hear me? Yes. Perfectly. Yeah. Groovy. It's always fantastic when a group of boys find themselves, you know, sequestered into a room with a microphone that they're able to sound so crisp and clear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's our favorite setting to be in. Yeah, we practiced. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know man we rehearsed this for the last three days okay yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll it'll go well <laughs> uh, yeah speaking of things going well baton rouge i hear there's a couple of hurricanes coming your guys's way yeah oh yeah, well, yeah. We're in the middle of category four hurricane but it's fine no we, yeah, we, 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 yeah. <laughs> like as you asked that question we we're all looking out the window and like the downpour has begun so it is definitely uh, only going to get worse from here, but we think we're just far enough outside of it that we'll be okay, but it, it, it's going to be kind of rough for some cities that are a little bit west of Baton Rouge yeah. uh, towards Texas. So yeah. like, fingers crossed that everybody comes out all right. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you guys were able to still make the interview, so we'll have to hurry up while there's still internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a real chance the power could just go out at any moment. So uh, It'll keep us on our toes. Yeah, yeah, brevity might be in our favor. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sweet. Well, then let's rock and roll. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. On my right hand side is my right hand man, Gabriel. What a boy, Batman rule. That's right. Uh, today on the Rock and Roll Podcast, we have Sorry Ghost, and they've got a new album called The Morning After, which was released earlier this year. Uh, right now, I'm being joined by Daniel, Tyler, Matthew. We're going to share some hello, information. Everyone. Hello, hello. Thanks for having us. Absolutely great to have you guys on. As soon as Mike sent me the stuff, hi Mike. If he's listening in, I hope he gets excited. Um, as soon as I heard the stuff, I thought, man, really need to get these cats on the show or these ghosts or the, the whatever you know we're we're chatting about here. And uh, we're chatting about ghosts. We're chatting about ghosts. So really glad, to, really glad to have you guys on. Yeah, we're um, be here. Yeah, perfect. And especially I enjoyed the fact that the artwork showcases breakfast, but not just breakfast, but we've got like, as my son pointed out, as soon as he saw it, he was like, Hey, wait a minute. That looks familiar. That ain't just no ghost or a pancake ghost. That's like a Pac-Man ghost. It is is a lawsuit waiting to happen is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Now, something we kind of got into a little bit shortly before we hit record here that I thought was kind of a cool topic is, you know, you guys get into this whole like ghost versus Pac-Man thing. And Ghost never did anything wrong. Uh, and, and, of course, the band name is called Sorry Ghost. So, I mean, without getting into the ubiquitous, boring conversation of, so how did you come up with your band name? That's not really what I'm asking. It's kind of more or less, tell us about this Ghost versus Pac-Man thing. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, so it's something that we're all very passionate about. And um, <laughs> we're really glad you asked about this. Um, I mean, I feel like it's something that Matthew and I, when we were just starting the band um, like four or five years ago, we just strongly latched on to this idea of we were both pro ghost yeah. for sure. Um, and I'd say Tyler, um, Tyler's definitely anti ghost. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that the album art is a pancake. Pancake shaped ghost, which you eat. So you still eat the ghost at the end of right. all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, guess, I don't know if you guys thought this through. <laughs> I guess really, really what the metaphor is is that we're the ghost and our fans are all Pac-Man. And they're just consuming our music and we're just we're 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 giving up ourselves for the for the good of the fans. So we we identify with the ghost, but we think that that's uh it's really we're we're putting the music out there for them to 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 gobble up. 
Mm-hmm. This is deep. Oh, we're, we're, we're going there. We're taking this turn. Into, into yeah, we're, we're taking this turn. You didn't even know there was a turn, but you've taken it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no headlights, but I'm taking this turn. Yeah. That's right. Uh, some bands only have one headlight. This We've got no headlights. <laughs> Driving by. Don't even have a driver's license. Here we go. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ka-ching. You don't need a license to drive a sandwich. Now... <laughs> I'm curious. Did you guys take this picture? Um, how many how many pancakes did you have to go through? Must have been a terrible time. I did actually make the pancake myself. Um, it was the third pancake, and it had to be the one because I ran out of batter. <laughs> it, yeah, it took me it took me a whole like bottle of Bisquick, and the first two were just like burner pancakes. And like I finally figured it out. Like I had it loaded into like a, a squeeze bottle and everything to like draw out the ghost and if you look like really closely you can faintly see like you can see the borderline that like i drew and then i just kind of scribbled in the middle to like fill mm. it in like it it took me a minute but i finally i finally got it as i ran out of batter so we really lucked out or i i would have had to unfortunately buy more pancake batter which is just out of our budget and so, you did eat the ghost i did and i think that's the thing i went full circle and i did actually then eat the ghost pancake for breakfast at nighttime when this. It was like a Pac-Man within a ghost. Does that make you a fan of your own music? Um, <laughs> I'd like to think that we're our own biggest fans. Yeah, we're all wearing our shirts right now. So <laughs> Yeah, we don't listen to anything else. Yeah. Uh, no. It's really <laughs> We gain our own inspiration from ourselves. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Now, a couple of tracks that we wanted to chat about today, specifically, uh, were Nosedive in New Hampshire, and it looks like you guys have actually been pretty busy making a few uh, music videos over the last little bit. There's ampersands that has music video and bumper cars that has music video. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm curious. Out of two tracks on the entire album to chat about today, why Nosedive and New Hampshire? Well, um, so Nosedive, mostly because Nosedive um, was quickly seen as the fan favorite uh we we put that one out and everyone was like you could have just made 11 tracks of nosedive repeating <laughs> um, we liked listen, it more yeah, yeah. listen just as much possibly <laughs> liked it even more um so that one that one had to be the one and um we did just put out the uh the fan video where we had our fans had submitted all these amazing clips and we compiled it to kind of like a quarantine style music video um so that was that was really cool. Um, and then New Hampshire, why did we pick New Hampshire? So New Hampshire actually is right now slated to be the next song that we make another music video for. Um, we did like a like an actual production of a music video for bumper cars that we filmed at our, our local celebration station, despite their pleas for us to not film at the local celebration station. <laughs> um, and then since then, a lot of the other videos that you mentioned, like the uh, ampersands video and the nosedive video have been more like sort of homemade, like crowdsourced or just like us sort of creative on, on our own time making making something. Um, but New Hampshire is going to be the next one that we're hoping to in the next few months uh, get actually back to a, a proper like video production and like have have a, a professional come in and, and film us and actually put out a like a, a nice high quality music video for New Hampshire, which is another one that is, has been a sort of unexpected fan favorite. It seems to be uh, pretty, pretty popular amongst like the, the new tracks. So we think we're going to go ahead and give that one a, a proper video so it can be in its full glory. Yeah. Nope. 
actually John or Gabriel, if you have any ideas for the video, just uh, you can just tell us. Yeah, you yeah. can send them right our way. We're, <laughs> well, we're, we're wide open for suggestions. Most certainly, we'll use them. So yeah. you can get a you can get a, uh, an executive producer credit if your idea makes it into the video. I don't know why this sounds so cheesy to me, but it would work perfectly. I think anyway, and we'd have to get into maybe the story behind New Hampshire. Maybe we wouldn't. I mean, statistically, music videos that don't have a story tend to do better than ones that do. But I imagine one of you guys or some kid, and this goes back to just like, you know, the the 2000s, like Jason Biggs type kind of stuff, um, where you just you're on rollerblades and you got knee pads and elbow pads and like a, a bicycle helmet and, and kids are beating you up. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it sounds like you just want to see Daniel get bullied. Like that's, a, yeah. that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> the problem with that is that I don't know how to rollerblade guys. I don't know. All right. We're going to learn. Gonna learn. <laughs> I, I'm determined for us to all buy rollerblades to make it into this video at some point, whether or not it's the whole focus or just a little, like a little John cameo. But, uh, we're gonna we're gonna beat up Daniel in rollerblades. It's decided. And then and then you win. And then when the bad guy turns around, he's got a ghost emblem on his back. And then when you turn around, you've got a Pac Man emblem. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then the 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 tides have turned, haven't they? They have, or have they? Oh now, uh, something something that you had mentioned was that New Hampshire is one of the new fan favorites. Nosedive was an original fan favorite. Are they fan favorites for the same reason, or do you think maybe for different reasons? Hmm. That's an interesting question. I think they so they were both not released pre like prior to the album. They both were like new tracks as far as like when the morning after came out. Neither of them had like previously been released as singles. But I think they both sort of hit a different like sort of almost demographic because nosedive is definitely a little bit more like accessible radio friendly, more like a poppy upbeat song. Whereas New Hampshire is a little bit on the heavier side, but I think the thing that really makes them both like be the standout favorites is they both just have like nice, big, catchy choruses, which seems to be the, the, the unifying factor is uh, everybody loves a good chorus. They can sing along to. And while the songs tonally do not really sound anything alike, they're both song. They're both kind of earworms. Like when you listen to them, you'll find yourself humming the chorus later. And I think that that's the thing that, despite the music being so wildly different, I think that's where a lot of people have latched on. It's like when you listen to the whole album front to back. At the end, those are kind of the ones that are still stuck in your head. Well, now, put. now, are you guys going to then take that as inspiration going forward? Like to really analyze songs that you guys are writing and saying is this one an earworm is this chorus big enough is this chorus catchy enough absolutely um so we're we're actually we're in the process of writing right now um and we are kind of for the first time really deconstructing and seeing what seemed to do well on um the morning after and, and what what do we also enjoy writing and there's definitely a lot of overlap there. And I think what we're trying to figure out now is, yeah, like, is this chorus memorable? Is this verse interesting enough? Um, and kind of like, we're always keeping in mind, you know, like uh, I think Dave Grawl said it, don't bore us, get to the chorus. Um, so, you know, we just, we got to go right to the chorus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so a whole on. song of just chorus. The whole album is just it's chorus. Just, yeah, that's the name of our new album is called It's Just the Chorus by Sorry Ghost. Yeah. 
<laughs> Beautiful. Now, something that I heard there a couple of times, and I think I read it a few times as well, is, is crowdsourced. Um, so, so take us through this because I don't think enough bands are, are utilizing crowdsourcing, or maybe they think they don't have a big enough uh, calling or following uh, to use crowdsourcing. But in this last couple of weeks, I've chatted with a couple of bands that have been able to do some incredible uh, things with crowdsourcing. One band, their record label said, here's 5,000 euros, go make an album. And they said, well, let's try crowdsourcing it. And they came back with 17,000 euros and said, goodbye, Uh record label. Uh, We don't need you. So (laughs) take us through this this crowdsourcing thing. Yeah. Matt? Yeah. Okay, so for for Nosedive, we... Right around when the album came out, we're like, okay, we we need to do something of a video for something. There needs to be some kind of visual component to really go with this. But when we released the album in our infinite wisdom, we decided to put it out like in the dead center of of quarantine happening. Like it was April 1st, like everybody had been like shut down for almost a month at this point. Like there's no shows. There's no way at that point that you could really like release an album. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Definitely, definitely not tour, definitely not play shows, but also really like shoot a proper music video. And um, we were all kind of in different places geographically at the time. So we were like, what if we uh, take the, the easy way out and we get our fans to make a music video for us? <laughs> and then all the work is on them. We just have to coordinate it. And we're like, that sounds excellent. So we're like, let's see. Like, it all really depends on the kind of response that we get. So we posted a, a picture on Instagram like, hey, we're, we're doing a music video. and want you guys to be in it. Would anyone be interested? And we were just like absolutely blown away by the sheer amount of people that were like, yeah, we want to be in your music video. And we're like, wow, we didn't even want to be in our music video. So like, this is awesome that all you guys really want to do this. So we, we just got like so like energized and reinvigorated by the, uh, the, the fans really being enthusiastic about it. So we uh, coordinated with, with, so every person that you see in the video uh, volunteered to be in it and then was coordinated with directly to get to make sure that they got um, a lyric so they'd have so everybody would have a spot in the video because we didn't want anybody to be left out so i think by the end of it we had something like like oh, like close to 70 or 75 like people who were involved in the video that i think eventually got sort of whittled down to like closer to 65 people that made it in the video as uh you know things things sometimes don't don't always work out with people being available so by the end we had like a solid lineup of like 65 people who submitted and all of them actually made it into the actual video and it, it really like again I mean, it turned out better than anything we could have done ourselves in uh in in a quarantine situation especially so no we're uh we're, we're never not surprised by the enthusiasm and the, the creativity that our fans have oh, very cool and very humbling as well now something that you had mentioned was uh, the quarantine situation so um, and we kind of talked chat about uh, uh, we had kind of chatted about this as well earlier. When you guys said you're writing some new material. So, uh, how has this year gone for you guys? And how much of the plan, outside of the obvious of you know shows and, and touring and whatever, how much of the plan has changed? And has it allowed you guys to maybe spend some more time doing some other things? Yeah. Um, so I think. The plan changed in that we obviously it would have been great to do some touring and um, just really get out there. But what we sort of realized was, well, now we have all this time that we will have 
probably never again to just be able to write and write as much as we can. Um, and so we've really shifted gears into sort of just trying to create as many songs as we can. And then, you know, like whittling down probably three quarters of the ones that are horrible. Um, and to the SG graveyard, right to our graveyard. Um, but, but yeah, otherwise we're just, you know, it, it never hurts to have just more and more content. So just kind of focusing on that. Okay. Very, very cool. And something else you'd mentioned a little bit back, but I wanted to touch on was uh, trying to get a high quality video done. I believe it was for New Hampshire. Um, and the interesting thing is I'm trying to think of oh, the word for it. Campy. Campy is the word. Yeah. You, guys have, like, you kind of have like a bit of a campy appearance, but it kind of goes with the music. And I, I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean, like, like you know, that's kind of like how the brand sort of appears right now. Mm-hmm. Um, are you guys worried that if you do some super duper helicopter explosion, James Bond music video, that that might be, I don't know, kind of weird? Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's not get it misconstrued by a professional music video. <laughs> I don't necessarily mean like an objectively good music video. I mean, like, like, I don't know if you've seen <laughs> for, for bumper cars, which again, I, I think is, is a good video, but I think it really hits that balance of like, it's the production is good. The, video itself is made well but the content is very much to our character it has that sort of campiness it's it's all it's all tongue-in-cheek we really don't want to come across as a band that takes themselves too seriously because i think it kind of it sucks a lot of the fun out of it when you think like like we don't want anybody to like think this is silly or funny or to laugh because like we're serious artists like it's we're i i would say at least for myself we're entertainers before anything else and if you're entertained by it it's okay if you think that it's funny. It's okay if you enjoy the song. It's okay if you just like how the video looks. As long as you're entertained, we we accomplished our goal. So uh, yeah, don't expect like a like a Michael Bay production of a music video. It'll just be like it'll be a well filmed, well shot, uh, like perfectly campy music video. I think that's what we're kind of going for. You ate your artwork. I think that says a lot. I think you're right. I think that really sums up the attitude that we have towards <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> Beautiful. Now. Um, Something that I kind of pieced together as we've been chatting about uh, everything is you, we have the album The Morning After, and we have a couple of tracks, you know, uh, that are uh, some fan favorites, and those are going to be used. Uh, speaking of listening to your own music and only your own music, that'll be used as inspiration, you know, going forward, uh, which is uh, super duper smart. There's a couple of other bands, I don't know, it's pretty small, like Nickelback's one that did that. They're pretty small, though. Um, That's our biggest inspiration, yeah, frankly. Yeah. Is- Um, they're canadian aren't they yeah they are they they are they're from uh, alberta where i currently reside oh Uh, yeah although like most successful canadians who don't move to the states they move to vancouver so i think they live on vancouver island or something like uh, all all the other rich people yeah Um, their original name was going to be looneyback but uh they didn't think it would translate outside of canada so they they tried to go with nickelback instead yeah yeah (laughs) Smart guys, just like you boys. So um, it almost kind of sounds like maybe you guys had written the album and then got some feedback on it. And then obviously with that feedback loop going forward. But I guess my my overarching question is the morning after. What went into creating this album? What did you guys set out to create? Tyler, you got hmm. some? <laughs> Let me think. Let's see. I mean, for me... A lot of the songs were kind of in progress at the time I joined the band. 
So it's it was over it was over what, a two year time period that we've kind of it kind of shows showcases our evolution from like over two years of what we what we've accomplished how we um, shifted from I don't know pre Tyler to yeah. after Tyler yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really is the morning after really is a sort of a time capsule of our progress as a as a band in the window of this like sort of transformative period of before Tyler was in the band and then like adding Tyler in fitting Tyler into these songs that already existed and then writing new music with Tyler. So I'd say like the album's probably about like 50, 50 split of like songs that predate Tyler and songs that were written with Tyler as our, as our permanent drummer. And I think it really, you can see the growth in the band. It's hard to tell from an outside perspective because it's hard to tell which songs are pre and post Tyler. But like for us, at least it is definitely something that you can see the evolution of us as a, as a band, like sort of finding our own space and, and Tyler sort of finding his place in this, in this band that had already existed for a few years, but really was still sort of struggling to come into their own. And I think that that growth is really evident across the whole album. And I think will definitely translate to these next songs that we're writing, which will be the first like complete release that we do. That's entirely like written from scratch with Tyler recorded with Tyler and everything is going to be, uh, with the band as it exists now in its like current state. Tyler. Indeed. Indeed. I like the time capsule analogy. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Tyler time capsule. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. TTC. TTC. This, this isn't a kick drum, baby. This is going to send you back in time. Yeah. Right. No, it's a flux capacitor is what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You get girls to dance and buy merchandise among other things. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You're busting a groove? Well, I just spent money. I'm wearing your shirt. This is crazy. <laughs> exactly. Next thing you know, you're in DeLorean. I know. Um, why, is, why is my girlfriend dancing? This is. She had the best intentions right at the start, anyway. Uh, so did their research. <laughs> well, actually, I'm kind of curious. Um, since, since Tyler's kind of, I don't know, kind of new or whatever, does. Do you guys do a lot of drum programming or how does how does the whole drum thing come together? Like how has Tyler's influence changed, I guess, how things are sounding? Yeah, so Matt and I used to just write everything on an acoustic guitar and then sort of build it from there. And then Tyler came in and was like, You guys, do you know what a computer is? And we're like, No, not really. And so he showed us about what a computer was and he showed us all these programs called like Logic and Pro Tools. And he, uh, he started pro- programming drums into it and was like, look, here are some, some beats I could do. Um, and that just kind of revolutionized everything. <laughs> really streamlined the whole process. Wow. He might even show you Microsoft Paint next, and then you wouldn't yeah. need oh, yeah. artwork. Yeah, that's oh. next week. If you, look, if you, really, if you really want to blow your mind, I don't know if you've seen our T-shirts that are like the Pac-Man sort of like, uh, like Pac-Man map looking like layout, sorry, ghost uh, shirt. But uh, that artwork was, was made in Microsoft paint by me because I don't know how to use uh, <laughs> Photoshop. So I just made it pixel by pixel in, uh, <laughs> in Microsoft. Paint. You, you know, with a good foundation, you had the, Oh man. <laughs> All right. Intentions. <laughs> <laughs> You're clearly running out of momentum here. Cause you use best intentions twice. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 
bit of a dive. I was looking for the ampersands on that one, but uh, oh, it's out there. You just got to fish for it. I, I know it's a five minute drive, really, at the end of the day oh, in a parked car. <laughs> oh man! Boom! All right. Well, that concludes my question. So, is there anything you guys wanted to chat about that I missed? Um, I not that I can think of. We, um, we mentioned it in passing, but uh, we we would really love everybody to check out the uh, music video for Nosedive. Uh, if not for us, just for for our fans that really really pour their heart and soul into it. Like I think they they deserve as much attention as they can they can possibly get for it. I think they really did something incredible there yeah sweet all right well boys thank you so much for coming on to the rock and roll podcast thank you so much for having us and thanks gabriel shout out you're the best you hear that they said you're the best (laughs) thanks guys hey (laughs) you're welcome and you earned it you guys are the best too Oh, oh, we gotta all have pancakes one day. Now we can put that under critical <laughs> claim. <laughs> we were told we were the best by Gabriel, the best co-host in the game. Mm-hmm. Boom! All right, go ahead and stop, please, sweetie.